It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Seven minutes after seven o'clock, and we're pleased to have with us this morning uh, Colin Walkie and Richard Morset, former colleagues of mine in the Oklahoma House of Representatives. And I got to say up front, guys, that I uh, appreciate you being on the program today. You were always well thought of, at least by me, in terms of our relationship. You were great conscious of the body, as they say, as Democrats in the minority. And I think that your caucus, frankly, didn't appreciate you as much as they should have. That's just my two cents. But first of all, Richard Morset, good morning. You doing well? I'm doing great. And also, Colin Walkie, how are you this morning, Colin? Doing just fine. Good morning, Harold. Thank you for both being on. We wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this morning, the reason I asked both of you to come on, particularly Richard, your defense attorney. Things have transpired a lot since we talked last uh, concerning uh, Donald Trump and uh, most recent, um, I guess, the most recent indictments uh, just coming down a couple of weeks ago and the big uh, mugshot of, of how would you defend uh, Trump if you were his defense attorney? Well, first of all, as Colin knows, as a defense attorney, what you're mostly doing is defending the law, defending the procedure, defending the Constitution. Uh, the individual's name, they change, but the facts and the law is what counts. And what I'm always most concerned about is to make sure that the government, whether it's the uh, U.S. government or a state's attorney, are making sure that they follow the statutes and the Constitution as they should. What I've discovered, Harold, is at over 40 years of doing this, is that many times the government tries to cut corners and cheat. And I know that may sound shocking to a lot of people that the government would, would try to skirt the rules and skirt the law in order to get uh, conviction, but I can assure you that uh, in the hundreds and hundreds, probably bordering on thousands of people I've represented at this point, that that's the watchful eye that I do. Now, your question is, how would I defend Donald Trump? First of all, this is a state uh, indictment, a state court. Are you talking about the Georgia yes. uh, Brad, pr- uh, he, procedures? Yeah, his comments, I guess, in the phone call and the racketeering charges or the indictments. Well, racketeering, the recall law, as Colin well knows, is mainly used in, uh, uh, they started with the mob back in the 80s, and that's really why the that law was passed, the Racketeering Act. Uh, the first thing I would do with Donald Trump is move for a change of venue. I don't believe that he can get a fair trial in Atlanta, Georgia, not for a single minute, nor do I believe he can get a fair trial in Washington, D.C. The idea is that everybody is presumed innocent, regardless of the person's name. The mugshot, I think, is sad for this country to have a former president having to be uh, called into the procedure and have your have your mugshot taken for a, a criminal indictment. I think that's extremely sad for the the history of this country. But as far as his attorney is concerned, the first thing I would do is move for a change of venue in both locations. Colin Walkie, as, as, if you were the prosecutor in this case, do you see enough? Uh, what would you do? I mean, how would you handle this? Well, so uh, to be clear, I, I don't really do criminal law. Uh, and, you know, I obviously don't know everything that the grand jury considered it in this particular situation. But I will say this. Uh, first and foremost, I think that venue in Georgia would be completely appropriate since that's where the alleged crime occurred. And you could imagine that sort of a scenario here in Oklahoma. I mean, just just for the sake of argument, let's reverse the roles and imagine that it was President Biden who had been indicted for allegedly interfering with Oklahoma election laws. 
I think that you, uh, Mr. Speaker, as well as Mr. Morissette, knows that your constituents would demand justice, would want to see that whatever alleged wrongs occurred here in Oklahoma, uh, you know, were certainly um, taken care of here locally because they are our laws that were infringed upon. And so I think the concept that this is somehow um, a bad place for the litigation to occur is simply wrong. It's a vindication of states' rights, potentially, right? We don't know at the end of the day, but that's why I think well, it's we find the need for it to be there. I'd like to. Well, I think that's an excellent answer if you're representing the government. Uh, then my response to that would be that I would ask the court for an individual voir dire of each individual uh, potential jurist and ask about their prejudices and bias against my client, whether it's Mr. Trump or any other client, to find out if, in fact, the venue that you want uh, to be heard in is actually a fair place to have a fair trial. Now, most judges deny individual Vardar because they think it's too cumbersome or too time-consuming or some other uh, secondary reason. But that's the first step that has, in my opinion, has to take place in this case. Now, again, as Colin well, knows... Well, I'm such a good prosecutor, Richard, that I'd let you... I would, I would support your motion to Vardar each of the jurors. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to hear by just, a, just as an editor's note, Colin and I were in court the other day where we were sort of I don't know if we were on the opposite sides, the same side. I couldn't couldn't really tell. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that was an excellent answer by uh, Colin. I've got a perfect uh, answer if I was a prosecutor. Here's here's Brent Howard with his comment about just the day after those indictments. He's also an attorney. Let's listen to what he has to say. I'd like to have your comments about that. I wholeheartedly agree with, you know, the sentiment that this is really kind of a witch hunt after the former president. He probably imposed some of this on himself, but I've been looking through some of the indictments just based upon my curiosity as an attorney, what they're pushing through. And a lot of them don't make sense. I mean, you've got the same thing that, a private citizen would do be able to reach out to state officials, um, you know, make false. Are you still there on the internet We're here, or yeah. in rallies? Those yeah, are I can't. I can't. Can 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 possibly unethical. Okay. Um, or misleading. Okay. No. All right. You don't did not did not hear that. Let me try this now. We'll do it another another time. And I hate to repeat it, but you couldn't hear it because I I didn't have it back to you. Let's see if you can hear it now. I wholeheartedly agree with, you know, the sentiment that this is really kind of a witch hunt after the former president. He probably imposed some of this on himself, but I've been looking through some of the indictments just based upon my curiosity as an attorney, what they're pushing through. And a lot of them don't make sense. I mean, you've got the same thing that a private citizen would do be able to reach out to state officials, um, you know, make false statements on the internet or in rallies. Those aren't against the law. They're, they're possibly unethical, um, or misleading, but nothing that it seems really truly rises to a, a level of this is a felony or a crime. And I think that that's why, especially in the Georgia case, they're trying to file it under racketeering is if you take everything together and you're trying to um, influence or make mob mentality, then that's where it can rise to. And, and I don't know, there's just a lot of steps between point A and point B that they're trying to get to. Uh, Colin, were you able to hear that that time, the second time around? Yes. 
Yes. So, so what are your thoughts about Brent Howard's comment? Well, I mean, I, part of it is I, I have to disagree fundamentally that, you know, there's just not a lot there there. Um, you know, this went before a grand jury. Um, they found probable cause. And so at the end of the day, maybe this is politically motivated uh, and maybe it is the case that Donald Trump is innocent. But one of the things that really bothers me in this day and age is, is that uh, we're concerned about political prosecutions. And I'm concerned about that, too. But just because you're a politician ought not to give you a free pass over prosecutions. For example, we saw Attorney General Gettner Drummond, who I really respect and I think he's done a phenomenal job, uh, let uh, Speaker Terry O'Donnell off of the indictments in spite of the fact that in his uh, letter he acknowledged that Terry O'Donnell was probably guilty. You know, I don't think that we need to be setting precedents simply because of who you are, you're above the law. Let the chips fall where they may, and if President Trump is vindicated, he's vindicated. Richard Morset, your comments uh, about to Brent Howard. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm going to start at the last part because that's the, the best part I agree with, that politicians should not be given a free pass. And as far as the O'Donnell situation, I agree wholeheartedly. That seems kind of like a complete flip-flop, doesn't it? It appears to me pretty obvious. Now, as far as grand jury indictments, you could, as the old saying, you could, you could indict a, grand jur- a, a, a ham sandwich. Uh, grand juries are a farce, okay? The state comes in with whatever they want. You don't have a chance to cross-examine. At least in Oklahoma, you, most criminal uh, informations are done by, by preliminary hearing, thank God, because you get a chance to litigate at least probable cause. Uh, 99.9 of the cases are bowed over. But you at least get testimony. The grand juries are farce. As far as uh, the comments by that individual, I forget his name, Harold, uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't. I am absolutely convinced this is a political winch hunt against Mr. Trump, uh, former president, which is sad. He did bring upon this uh, mostly himself by uh, trying to influence the outcome, which I think may ar- arise to the level of insurrection under the Constitution. I think there is a real interesting argument there. I have learned in my years, though, that racketeering is a weak, a weak charge, as is conspiracy. Those are about the two weakest type, of, but they're easy to obtain. That's another reason why they did it, because they know that putting together a racketeering charge, putting the, connecting the dots, is much easier than a direct uh, offense against uh, uh, U.S. code or, or state law. I agree wholeheartedly with the individual's comments. I believe this is a witch hunt. Uh, whether it rises, well, I guess we'll, that's one of the reasons I suggested we uh, change venue to make sure that a fair trial is assessed. Richard Moore said our guest along with Colin Walkie. Colin, I know you need to go. Just to, uh, any final words uh, that you have before you have to leave to go to a meeting? The, the only thing that I have to say is, is that I'm probably as exhausted as everyone else is with the back and forth about we're impeaching this, we're impeaching that, we're investigating this, we're investigating that. At some point in time, we need to all put on our big boys and pants, you know, girls and uh, boys pants and and actually say, you know what, we're going to trust our elected officials to do the right thing. And we're going to elect quality individuals that hopefully these sorts of issues won't be coming up in the future Um, because it is getting quite exhausting. I think that's on both sides of the aisle. What's interesting is as Trump's ratings continue to go up. The most recent poll says now he has the best chance of beating Biden in the general election, all as a result of of the mugshot and the indictments. Yeah. Well, I, well, thank I you very much for having Colin me on, has, Mr. Speaker. Thank you for being with us. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Richard. Bye-bye.
Okay. Uh, Richard, you're uh, Harold, on that last point, yes, if sir. I may. Yes, sir. Uh, Colin brought up an interesting word, trust. I suggest that the reason that uh, ex-President Trump in Oklahoma and as well as other Western and conservative states is so popular is because he is speaking, uh, he's speaking against the embedded uh, environment in Washington and the left-wing woke culture uh, that has infected this country like a virus. Uh, of course, his support, and you know this, Harold, his support nationwide only runs about 33 to 34%. You can't win a presidency with that kind of base support. You, you know this is running for office. You've got to expand your base to get over that 50 percent top. The thing is, he can't do it, at least on in the – and now as far as trust is concerned, there isn't any trust. No one trusts government today because of the lies, uh, especially coming out of the White House. This presidency, and I don't care if my Democratic friends disagree with me, is a disaster, Okay. This guy is perceived as having mental, well, cognitive issues, let's put it that way, that he is being controlled. You can't trust anything they say as being the truth. What happened in Hawaii is a complete disaster of public relations enormity. And yet trust, Trump is the, is the uh, leading candidate on the Republican side. Trust? Uh, no one trusts what's going on on either side, Harold. Well, yeah, people, and quite honestly, in the Republican side, like Mitch McConnell, who who in, in the U.S. Senate needs to go. Needs oh, with a, and here's another interesting point, Harold. I know you and I are getting a little long in the tooth, too. But you've got McConnell in his 80s, Trump in his 80s, Biden in his 80s, ex-speaker, left-winger from California. She was what? Is she in her 80s? She's got to be. Yes. Pelosi. Pelosi's in her 80s. I mean, and then what's going Feinstein, on here? Feinstein's, uh, Feinstein's in her 90s. And, and, I mean, that is just, I mean, you remembered uh, Tom Thurman. You know, they literally had to carry him out and put him in a box, literally out of his chair uh, from the U.S. Senate. Uh, what is it we have to have all the, these old folks running this country? Uh, it, is, is that, I don't know what that says, but, yes, guys like uh, McConnell need to go. Now, he was booed at his own uh, state fair in in uh, Kentucky the other day. I mean, my God, that ought to tell you something. It should. It really should. And that's uh, coming from both sides, quite frankly. And well, I want to hey, take. Hey, Harold, I want to uh, just as a side note. Well, me, well, can we take what, a br- uh, break? Because I want I want to talk about your 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 baseball plans. <laughs> OK, very so, good. All right. So very can good. we take a quick break and we'll be back with more Richard Morissette, uh, Colin Walkie, our guest on the program this morning. That'd be great, Harold. Thank you. Deer Creek Hardware and Hydro is your locally owned hardware store and a proud member of the True Value family, ready to help you with all of your projects, from tools to lawn and garden items to outdoor grills and more. Shop Deer Creek Hardware and Hydro. Whether you're a pro or taking on a DIY project for the first time, Deer Creek Hardware is right here in your neighborhood with the expert advice, tools, equipment, and products you need to get the job done. Shop Deer Creek Hardware. 226 North Arapahoe in Hydro. Deer Creek Hardware, where you'll always be treated like family. It's important to stay home for your medical supplies and medical needs. No need to go to Oklahoma City. Ask your doctor or medical provider to use or prescribe to Priority Home Medical Equipment. Fast local service. Major health equipment brands available. Priority Home Medical Equipment can personally assist you with all of your home medical equipment needs because they're locally owned and operated and have decades of experience. 
Priority Home Medical Equipment on South 30th Street in Clinton or find them at PriorityHomeMedicalEquipment.com. Is your prostate secretly being destroyed without you knowing it? All the ads for these prostate pills like Super Beta Prostate, Saw Palmetto, Prostastream, Prostagenics, and others. Want to know which pills work and which are garbage? Now you can. Get a free copy of the new guide, Prostate Secrets, that pulls back the curtain on the prostate pill industry. Learn what is really in these pills. Which pill has over 987 adverse event reports filed against it with the FDA? It's shocking. Learn the one food to avoid that is a prostate killer. And discover the three so-called health foods that destroy your prostate. Get your free copy at ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. This free guide will show you how to end your prostate problems without drugs or surgery, five important things to do to protect your prostate, and much more. Warning, this guide is controversial and may be offensive to some readers as it pulls no punches. So go to ProstateSecrets.com, ProstateSecrets.com, that's ProstateSecrets.com. You're listening to the right time for Western Oklahoma, and Richard Morissette, former colleague in the Oklahoma House representative, my guest on the program this morning, I appreciate you being on, and uh, you're going to be playing some baseball. I can't believe this trip. You're, you're in Boston, right? I'm in Boston, downtown Boston. Uh, late this afternoon, the Red Sox play the Astros at 4, going to that. And tomorrow morning, starting early, uh, there are going to be uh, – it's a day off for the Red Sox, so the field is open. And because I go down to the Red Sox fantasy camp at my young age, Harold, I go every year, there's an opportunity – in the uh, late summer to uh, come to Fenway and play a game, actually on the – two games, actually. I'm playing two tomorrow. Uh, on the field itself, uh, you know, the same field that uh, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, and Ted Williams played on. Wow. Uh, you've, you've, you've been there, I know, as a youngster, too, in the back uh, back behind the stadium, it seems, that I remember a story about that. Oh, yes. We used to get our baseballs during to play with as kids. Uh, during uh, batting practice, because the uh, especially the big home run hitters like Mantle and and Harmon Killebrew and Frank Howard in the game, they would launch these massive home runs over the fence, and they would land in the in Lansdowne Street, and you would run around and scramble for them. But we were even smarter. We would get up on the garage, which is literally uh, opposite the Green Monster, and they would reach the garage roof, and we were up there by ourselves, so we had all the pickings we could get. Lots of. Lots of free baseballs probably couldn't afford to buy them. That's correct. You know that. And if you cracked your bat as a kid, what did you do, Harold? You you got a drill and some screws and some tape, and you put it back together. Because you already certainly weren't getting a new one, that's for sure. That, that, and you hoped that you could go to maybe a baseball practice somewhere and pick up a bat occasionally. That's exactly right. And especially, you know, when you were younger at high school practice, sometimes the high school guys would crack a bat and they'd leave it behind or throw it in the trash can and you'd pick it up and you'd fix it and then you had another bat. Yeah, we, we did that at but, South. Uh, knows what, I spent half my childhood in that park. I swear to God I did. Well, <laughs> what, a, what a great uh, background to have. Then you went on to serve in the uh, New Hampshire legislature. In New Hampshire legislature, I got elected when I was uh, 20. For the year Jimmy Carter got elected and served there for a while. And then I went to, I was the great opportunity to come to Oklahoma, the great state of Oklahoma, mind you. I uh, went to law school at Tulsa, and the rest is history. But uh, thank God for the state of Oklahoma and University of Tulsa for letting a poor kid from the wrong side of the tracks have an opportunity to uh, gain a law degree and practice law. And, and you chose to come to Oklahoma City to practice uh, and, and served uh, your 12 years in the Oklahoma legislature. 
Absolutely. And uh, anybody, and I have, I got to tell you something, the folks of Oklahoma need to be proud state citizens of the great state. And when I say great state of Oklahoma, I mean it. Uh, having traveled all over this country, parts of the world, and of course, growing up in another part of the country, Oklahomans don't realize what a wonderful place it is. Uh, the value, the values that they hold, the uh, the, the charity that, that Oklahomans show. I'm going to tell you something, Harold. Folks back east don't have the charitable heart as a whole as people in Oklahoma do. When there is a da- disaster in Oklahoma, people come rallying around around the pole, okay? When people are in you know, tornadoes or floods or whatever, people in Oklahoma are extremely generous. That doesn't happen in all parts of this country. So Oklahomans need to be very proud of who they are. I, I agree with that, and we have that uh, spirit, uh, that Oklahoma pride, uh, the Oklahoma way, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Now, I will say this, though. We need to get the Oklahoma way and pride at the University of Oklahoma and their administration to make sure that OSU Cowboys and the Sooners play each year in a football game. That's going to end, apparently, at the end of this year. And that's not right. We need to play each other every year, just like we do those folks from down in Texas. I kind of blame OU for for basically bailing out. I think honestly, if David Bourne had still still been president, that would not have happened the way. You it are did. absolutely correct, Carol. And by the way, through my I have spies everywhere, Harold. By the way, when I was in the legislature, I was better than the CIA. I had spies all over that that building. But <laughs> my little birdies tell me that because uh, President Bourne is no longer there, that the the amount of money that's flowing into the endowment and well into the, the football and the athletic program is way down. And that's one of the reasons you hit it right on the head. If David Bourne had been around, I don't think this this would have happened. So, hey, we appreciate you being on the program this morning, taking the time to do it. If somebody needs an attorney in Oklahoma City, how do they contact you? <laughs> Get uh, you they can call my office at 405-208-8835. I represent people all over the state. Matter of fact, I've got a hearing next week in Cotton County. That was an interesting uh, drive. Uh, so it's uh, 405-208-8835 in South Oklahoma City, which I represented for many years, Harold. You did, and like I said at the beginning, you you were uh, a, a big, important uh, part of the conscious of the body. And, and I, I just want to know what the birdie told you about me when I first came into the legislature. Uh, actually, uh, that you were a, a Westerner and that, uh, believe it or not, that you were somebody that you could – uh, talk to, have an open discussion, and then you didn't have your mind made up before the questions were asked. So uh, the report was good, Harold. Well, and, and you know, I want to say that uh, my first year, I debated two people on the floor of the House, <laughs> Richard Morissette and, and, and John Wright. So, you know, I picked the two <laughs> toughest. <laughs> John Wright, I'll tell you what, he was tough, I'll tell you what. You couldn't get anything past him. <laughs> no, you you could not. And I, I'm sure that uh, you could get a lot past you as well. So, hey, we appreciate being there. Thank you, Harold. You have a good week, and uh, maybe sometime you come up here and play baseball with me. I'll do it. We'll talk to you soon. Have, have a great – have fun tomorrow. For today, so Thank today. you, Harold, very yeah. much. You bet. Appreciate being on. Thank you. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.